This is Basketball BS with me, Mike. And me, Frenick. Um, this is the first episode of the Basketball BS podcast. Hopefully it won't be the last. Um, but this is where you guys come in. And this is where the comments come in going, oh, you suck. Anyway, um, we're a couple of guys uh, from the UK uh, with a great love of basketball. Um, I've been playing for best part of, uh, oh, what is it now? Probably coming up 15, almost 20 years. Really? Yeah. Since about 1995, 96. Right. I've been playing for 11 years now. Yeah. Uh, we do not play professionally at all. Uh, those of you that know me will probably have spat out your dinner or laughed out loud in the car or whatever. Um, but yeah, we play at a very local league level uh, in the Cambridgeshire or Peterborough leagues in the UK um, and the team we play for is the Huntingdon Hawks uh, you can find us on the internet if you so wish but yeah that's a little bit of an intro about who we are yep. um, but yeah this podcast is really just going to be talking about all things basketball and BS um, yeah and BS a little bit of fun interjected there some jokes some stories uh, but basically just that uh, I love a little bit more than food uh, which is only talking, slightly, yeah, only slightly. Uh, which is just talking absolute BS. So, one of the first things that I think we want to just talk about uh, before we get into the NBA and the current, and that's my mother uh, who in the background <laughs> is talking to my son. So, I do apologize. I've just, I haven't just had a baby, but my wife has. So, my mother is here looking after a kid. We're gonna edit this bit out, don't worry about that. So, we'll just nip back. So, in this podcast, we are going to uh, be talking about all things in the NBA. Um, if we'd released this a little bit earlier, we probably would have talked about the NCA. But uh, with Glasgow coming up, we'll be talking about uh, the Commonwealth Games and any FIBA-related things. But primarily, it's going to be the NBA, uh, because that's where all the action happens, and that's what people really care about. Cue angry rant from you know, European fans of FIBA. But that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. We also, this season, that we want to talk about is the uh, the Fantasy Basketball League that we've participated in for the first year this year. And, you know, I know Franek is just itching, itching to get in there. Ole, yeah. ole, ole, ole. Okay, so, you know, although he's being less gloaty than he normally would, maybe it's because the mic is on, but... He basically has come all the way from about 8th in yeah, the league, probably, yeah. all the way up to steal it, to pip us all at the post at the last minute. It was um, all my cunning plan. Yes, yes, Baldrick. Yes, we know. So basically what happens is is all of the players, it's, it's, it's a fantasy draft, so all of the players... Uh, are there and each player can only exist on a team just as if you were doing a, a draft all again of every single current NBA player so we had a bit of a um, uh, a fantasy draft that went on one night can't remember the date that it was but half the team had a game so before anyone jumps on it was like oh, dude I didn't have an opportunity to choose my team yes you did yes you did you were just damn lazy and you didn't 
You didn't go on and pick your team. You, you were lazy left. by playing you, a game. You, you, well, that's one thing. You were lazy because you're playing a game. Take a leaf out of my book, fake an injury, and you're done. You're golden. <laughs> you know, you get to you get to wear the jewelry and the silverware without doing zero effort. I'm telling you, it's the clever man's approach. And that's yeah? why you're in fifth in the league. Yes, yeah. dude, I was first. Yeah, <laughs> you guys robbed me. Nobody explained the rules that each position of the ten positions that you choose get 82 games each. I was maxing them out you know I was sitting there I was checking it daily rotating my players making sure that they were playing you know none of this kind of thing is like oh I'll just set it up and let it go (laughs) or in some cases like you yes I'm talking about you Z you know not even logging in since draft day more like Greg drafting the whole Bulls team yeah, yeah, that that was a that was a quality move on your behalf, Greg. How, Very how, courageous. Yeah, how, how did that work out for you? Um, but yes, I got to give kudos to Franek that he called it from the beginning that it it was a marathon, not a sprint, and and basically traded for one of the best players in the NBA after the first day. All right, you said it, not me. You you brought that up. I, I was going to let that slide, that effectively on draft day, when Z had drafted both Kobe and LeBron as his automated computer picks, that you went behind everybody's back. I did not do it, it behind everybody's <laughs> back. It was perfectly in the open. It was perfectly legitimate, man. But but while we were all just going, none of us wanted LeBron, the whole thing, it was just like, no, we're just going to leave it. But no, you set up a little secretive, hey man, how about you trade me that? I'll give you Russell Westbrook in... in who was forecast to come back in November, I think, and Dwayne Wade, who everybody thought was fit again, for Anthony Davis, who was unproven, and LeBron. So I thought it was a pretty fair trade, but it just happens that... LeBron's been awesome and Anthony Davis has been Yeah, because nobody had heard awesome. of LeBron no, James who? before who? the whole thing. And Anthony Davis. Nobody had ever heard of those two no. players. Nobody knew that those were like franchise players no, for their no, teams. No no, 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 not at all. Never mind. Mm, heavily sarcasm in there. Right, so that's kind of where it is. So yes, kudos to you, Fanek, that you are almost certainly going to win. I don't think there's any way that anyone can catch you. I blew through my allocation uh probably what like 10 games ago or something oh ages ago you've got two games left and you've been playing basically Blake Griffin yeah or Carmelo yeah for like the last two weeks but on paper I have an awesome team it's ridiculous how few points I seem to have got you know I've got two of the top 10 statistic statistic statistically I have two of the top 10 top scorers statistically in the fantasy league in the fantasy league I still think they're top 10 players in the league anyway. yeah, yeah I'd say so yeah. yeah Blake Griffin and Carmelo Anthony and Costa Kufas and he's not top 10 you're kidding us seriously <laughs> no. no of course he's not that's what I'm sitting there I'm like Costa Kufas yeah his, his only saving grace is the fact that both of his names start with the same letter so if you're playing the alphabet game and you're like stuck, you're like, oh, how can I reverse this? You're like, oh, KK. Yeah. Just be careful. Yes. He's only one step away from, you know, <laughs> blatant racism. Anyway. Yeah. Costa Kufus. Man. Well, I can't hate on the guys in the NBA, for God's sake. It's better yeah. than us. Yeah, you've got a good team, but, you know, you messed it up because you played too many games. But... I did. I but did. It, 
it's a learning curve and I'm really excited about doing it next year so yes me props too props to Diggs for setting it up by the way yeah really well done Diggs um, and if you guys want to check out our fantasy league by the way hint hint uh, it's Huntingdon Hawks and it's at ESPN Fantasy so if you want to have a look go and see uh, how I'm winning yeah I'm sure we'll uh, post the link underneath this, or even if I don't, I'm sure you will. You yes, know, I'm to, certain I will. To rub it in. So yeah, we won't be going on about the fantasy stats uh, too much more. You've had your, you've had your day in the sun. Yeah, you know the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. Yeah. Rough. Can you name the film? No. No. Yeah, that's why man can't jump. Um, so. What we'll do now is the main gist of the whole thing. So we're going to, the, the whole podcast, we're, we're going to talk some stats. We're going to give uh, our opinions on things. I'm going to try and inject some jokes every once in a while. And then I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to find a column from an agony ant in a magazine or a newspaper uh, each week of a one that I think is a topical question. And then Frannick will have no previous uh knowledge of what the question is and I'm going to spring it on him and I want to get his take on what he thinks that person should do. I'm going to try and get one that is more sports related, basketball related so that he can do things like that. So I've got a bit of a I've got a bit of a conundrum for him this week, but uh we'll see. We'll see how we go on. So, sounds good to me. Yeah. First thing that we wanted to talk about then is the MVP predictions. Well, I should really say the honors predictions, is that right? Yeah. 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 End of season honours. So, where do you want to start? We'll start at the top. Start at the top. So start at the top. I think. Motherper. Well, the MVP. The motherper. Uh, yeah, that sounds a far more aggressive than it really should do. Motherper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic uh, impression there. But um, yeah. Okay. Well. The jury's still out a little bit for me, although I think that all I'm doing is I'm just stalling for time. You are. I, I think it's a foregone conclusion, and I don't think anyone can argue with it at no. all. Well, I think LeBron's looked tired this season compared to what he has for the last four or five years. Um, KD's going to win it, especially with his uh, current scoring regime that he's been on, and Russell Westbrook that's been injured, and how they've maintained their record, and just he's been on another on another level, really. Yeah. But then given, I was going to say, you know what I mean, there, there are some other people, but I just don't think that they're close. They're not the on the running. same, you know, they're not no. even on the podium, are they? No, not really. And, and Unfortunately, that's no slur on Mello or uh, Blake Griffin, you know. Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, just unfortunately, he's head and shoulders above everyone this year. Absolutely. You know? um, and we're going to be talking about him a little bit later on on the whole thing there. there. So yeah, I, I I can't really disagree. Like I said, I'm stalling for time, but I don't think anybody is going to uh, is going to pip that um, rookie rookie. The well, I don't want to be that guy and be all like, dude, I called it. But dude, I called it, and you've got to admit that I called it. I drafted from the team, and everybody laughed at me. But for my fantasy team, at point guard, starting for Philly, and I put him in as my starting point guard. Michael Carter Williams and I called it I was like this guy's going to be money I'm not going to tell you that I had an insider at Philly one of the guys that I uh, work with and he was like you want to watch out for this guy and I totally did and I totally put him in the team you also drafted Anthony Bennett yes <laughs> I also did draft Anthony Bennett but as I said I said I'll give him three games and the guy didn't perform in three games being polite the guy sucked and uh, I, I traded him away. And who picked him up? Mr. Posh. Yes. Luke, you picked him up. 
in what I want to call a douche move. Yeah, but yes, Anthony Bennett. Everyone touted him though. The whole thing was, is the guy was number one draft pick. We all thought he was going to do well. You know, a big man. But he didn't. He wasn't even really that good in college though. So he, like, people were so surprised when he got picked number one. They couldn't. There's lots more highly touted players, and it was a real shock when they took him number one. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, yes. Okay. So thanks for bringing but, that up. But yes. Yeah. He cool goes, story, bro. So, yeah. Cool story. But yeah, the main thing is, is, um, is yeah, I, I think that uh, it's Michael Carl Williams. I think Oladipo's had a good season as well, and I think he will continue to start for the Magic, um, especially as they go forward. But there's again, like the MVP, there's only one winner of the Rookie of the Year. Yeah. What about um, six man then? That's probably the most open award I would say. Or six de- man or defensive yeah. player. Uh, you don't know. No. DeAndre three thousand for me. Really? Yeah. He's been so much better this year, and like he's been last year, he really struggled with his verticality, jumping up and not fouling players. I'm glad you explained that for me because I was just like, <laughs> is he talking about jumping there or what? No, no. But his he, verticality. His verticality, as in his hops. Yes. Absolutely fantastic, circa Brandon Knight. Yeah. Um, but no, jumping straight up and not fouling uh, offensive players. I'm a referee, by the way, just in case yes. you wanted to know. His nickname, Real Book Jones, hence his team name in the fantasy basketball. Um, and yeah, I, I think he's been absolutely fantastic. You know, he's I think he's the leading shot blocker in the league, or close to, and a leading rebounder. So why shouldn't he win it? Serge Ibaka, he's got to be up there as well. Dwight Howard's not going to win it. He's not no. been the same player since he left Orlando. No. Um, who else is up there? I don't think LeBron's going to win it because, as I said earlier, he's had a tired season. So who else is up there? I quite like Patrick Beverly and his tenaciousness, but he, he's obviously injured now, so I don't think he's going to win it. Um, that's that's about it. So hopefully DeAndre 3000 is going to win it. For me, the sixth man of the year has got to be my man, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson! <laughs> he's in my fantasy for ages. And he's a really good pickup, especially as uh, Russell Westbrook was injured for quite a while. But I'm, I really, I think Reggie's played excellent. Or someone like Todd Gibson, he's been really good as well. You know, coming off the bench, I think he's averaging something like per 36 minute averages. Not that I'm reading this at all. 16.4 points and 8.4 rebounds. That's some good stats, and he's had some awesome dunks this season as well. What do you reckon? What about Jamal Crawford? Don't know. I don't think I could spell Jamal Crawford at this point in time. <laughs> I, I obviously could J-M-A-L and then Crawford but yeah and coach Phil Jackson Phil Jackson yeah he's not even a coach he is now he's not he's executive oh. or president oh. or well there you go this stuff's being edited out <laughs> <laughs> um, no no idea I don't have any stats in front of me I, I can't make anything up I said the coach I know but that's what I'm saying I, that, Jeff I want to check Hold on a sec, yeah. Is he for the Suns? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Look at that. It's that, that I actually knew. Yeah. Jeff Hornisack. Um <laughs> Look, you can't classify it as knowing who a coach coaches as a stat. <laughs> Dude, look, seriously, like, Phil Jackson is probably one of the... He's not even a coach. And he used he to was. Be. He, he was a good coach. coach. Yeah. That's like saying, who's your favourite coach? Bill Russell. He was a good centre. He was. Yeah. See, pre pre two thousand, that's when I know a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Post two thousand. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a bit of a grey area, you know. I'm doing this for a laugh. 
but uh, yeah, some of this stuff's been epic. <laughs> um, okay, so if you were going to talk about coach, who would you talk about? It's got to be Jeff Hornacek. Yeah, you know, because the Suns were touted as being, you know, a real team that were going to make it into the lottery. You know, they were going to tank, and uh, they're possibly going to make the playoffs. You know, they've got a tough run. It's between them, Dallas, and Memphis for the last two spots. But I think they've got a real chance of winning it. You know, Drogic has played fantastic. Mm-hmm. Green's played excellent. The brothers have played well. Um, Bledsoe's played well when he's been fit. Plumlee's played quite well. He's just got on working really well as a unit. Don't get me started on Plumley. I was reading something. The Bang Brothers. I was reading something this morning. What was it? What about, was it? Well, about Mason Plumley. No, I, I know, I know. That's We're the other brother. I know, I know. But I'm just sitting there, just kind of going. I, I'm going to have to find the link, and I'm going to have to post it. But like people were touting him for Rookie of the Year, saying that he'd made such a fantastic like comeback and improvement from his draft pick at 22 was he 22 21 I don't know but low first round anyway yeah it's only because you've got the loving of Michael Carl Williams Is it? no I'm just I'm just like oh, I'm, but, but then I'm looking at his stats and I'm just kind of going you know what I mean look he's played 55 games he's started 11 of them but he's only scoring like 6 and a bit points and so yeah that I was going to say you, you just got me on the plum lane and I was like yeah <laughs> 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 I got a point to make but um, yeah, okay. What about Mark Jackson then? Mark Jackson's done well, but they—how have they improved over their record from last year? Are they a more complete team than last year? I don't know. They uh, look good in a jersey. What the sleeveless or sleeved? <laughs> I don't know. I but then don't get me started on these sleeved jerseys. They are rubbish, aren't it, they? Well, it's just, you, you're getting into you're getting into rugby territory and stuff like that. You know, before you know it, these guys are going to be like like what they wear in the uh, in the swimming. You know, where they wear those full body suits that have all the little grooves and fins cut into them so that they can cut through the water better and stuff like that. So what are you going to get? You're going to start getting players wearing stuff like that. Probably you know? yeah. Yeah. So no. what about the? Um, they're looking at doing the. Uh, logo, aren't they? The sponsorship on the jerseys now, which could rev- produce, I think it's a billion dollars worth of revenue. Well, d- yeah, but we've been doing that in in football for years. In football for years, and it doesn't mean really it's a good thing or a bad thing because they've got loads of people petitioning against it. Well, you know, what I mean, I, I I can see the points for and the points against to a certain extent, but then the whole thing is just like, you know, if the money from the advertising is used for the game and for the team, which we all know it won't because it'll just go into people's pockets. Just want to get all cynical on you. I'll go to the players, which I do think are overpaid. I don't mean to hate on the players and stuff like that, but there has to come a point where money is just stupid, you know? And and it's the same with, like, football, you know, not wanting to get too historic on stuff, but I used to go and watch my home team of Sunderland, and I would go along and I could get in there for, like, a few few quid it was like two pound fifty or something for a game i could go with three quid and get myself a pie <laughs> a pie a cup of bovril and get into the football you know for like three quid and whereas now it's like you know i mean you're going to be paying like, well it's going to be, you're going to be paying more than that a hell of a lot more than that um and and it's just pricing some families and stuff out of the game because it, if you're if you're you know if you're if you're a dad with two kids like you know, I mean, you'd be talking the game. best part of a hundred quid a game for those American people. That's like a million dollars. No, I'm only kidding. But that's like like a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty dollars mm-hmm. to kind of like take your family to one game, and that's where you're sitting in the nosebleeds or whatever. But if a lot of that went back into helping reduce the cost, then yeah, I'd go for it. You know, I, mean, I don't have a problem. Does does it matter if if you're you know? 
I hope that they... The Chicago Bulls brought to you by Bush Lager, you know, something like that. Liquid uh, jam. Liquid jam, you know. I would hope that they would take the sponsorship on the jersey so they can actually reduce the length of the adverts in America. Yeah, that has to be a big thing. Like, guys, seriously. Do Every, you need, like, two minutes. Do you need... A, that's one thing. We don't get in the UK, and I'm not hating on Americans, you know, I'm not hating on the thing. But when you've got the announcers who... I always kind of prefer the announcers to kind of be a little bit impartial, yep. you know, and kind of like call the game down the Except middle. Except for the guys the, from the Boston Celtics, because those guys are amazing. Yeah. But like, I, I I kind of prefer it when 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 you have you you know you have your stats guy, you have Stato, and then you have your color commentator, and that guy, you know, he he can be a bit flamboyant, he can do the things, but. I, I don't know. It, it just seems like you're in the corporate pocket and there's some things that you will say and the stuff that you won't say and it's just like, oh, here we are. Welcome back to uh, the Staples Centre. And, uh, you know, this is brought to you by Harley Davidson. You know, the only bike good enough to play in the NBA or something like that. You know, I mean, I'm getting into UFC where it was like the only, the only motorbike... Uh, worthy of being in the squared circle or the... Not squared circle, the octagon. octagon. Yeah, squared circle, that's boxing. But uh, yeah, just like I don't get it, and it's 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 really annoying when we're trying to like watch a game at like two and three in the morning, yep. you know, so we can catch it. And what would what you would imagine would be like effectively two hours worth of basketball gets dragged over about three, 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 you know, and, and then we have to get up for work the next day, uh, which which is have lots more matinees. That's what we want. We want games that tip at one o'clock your time Eastern, and we want them at six yeah. o'clock so we can watch them in but, the evening. But then the argument would just be like, "Hey man, just move to the states. Just quit your bitching," you know, and like, yeah, just not possible. Don't want to hate on you guys, so that's fine. So <laughs> we've talked about MVP, we've talked about Rookie of the Year, we've talked about Defensive Player, and we've talked about coaches. I've done some and clever six, editing and some six yeah, man and some six man. I've done some clever editing, so I've edited out my stupidity that I dropped myself in, and uh, I think that what we want to kind of talk about, which we said we would, which was talking about KD, because this week um, there's been well, we've hit some milestones. Uh, and broke some records just recently um, but the current one is Kevin Durant that's right well we haven't no not us personally um, I may have what, you know most pies eaten in a week most pies eaten <laughs> yeah what was I eating today as you came around <laughs> yeah I was eating a damn pie you know what I mean but well not a sweet pie like you Americans do it was no. a what was it steak and ale it was a steak and ale and a steak and cheese pie nice yeah yeah with wedges it was nice I'd just come in you know and lovingly, my mother, who had, uh, who's coming around and looking after, uh, looking after sort of my little boy, because we've just had a, we just had a, we just had a baby, so I'm out um, earning the pennies. My wife is looking after my uh, daughter, and my mum is coming around giving a bit of uh, helping hand. So uh, yeah, she made me pie, and I think it's big up, big, big up yourself, Margaret. I had a fish finger Rick, sandwich. Did you? Yeah. Awesome stuff. With tartar sauce? Salad no. cream? No. Ketchup? No. Brown sauce? No. Nothing? Barbecue. Barbecue sauce? Yeah. Oh, okay. And a cheese slice. Man, I could have just kept going. <laughs> you should have just kept me going. You're getting higher and higher. <laughs> yeah. I'd have just gone through like all the sauces <laughs> ever. Garlic mayonnaise? Yogurt dip? Ranch? Hummus? Hummus? Hummus isn't a sauce. It's still a... Is it a liquid or a solid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, what is hummus? I kind of like it's equate got, to like it's got beans pe- in it. It's got ground up beans in it and chickpeas. Yeah, well, and, it, and isn't it not oil. just chickpeas? Yeah, chickpeas, beans, occasionally yellow peas and oil. 
Yeah. So there you go, guys. So you're learning basketball and the main Pul- ingredients. Pulses. Yeah, the main ingredients of hummus. Um, but uh, yeah, if someone could let us know what it is, it's a dip. Yeah, put celery in. I'm or, going with a dip or, or chips. Yeah, I'm going with a dip. So anyway, we want to talk about uh, Kevin Durant yeah. because he has uh, just broken a record, but not just any record. It's an MJ record. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a bit more, Fran. Uh, he has scored 25 points in every game for the last 41 games in a row, which is a record that MJ had of 40 from the 86-87 season, I think. Yeah. So 27 years ago. Um, and Kevin Durant broke that with a 38-point performance against the Suns, and yeah. I think that could that he could keep going the rest of this season. I mean, they've got uh, six games left this season, and I think he could run it all the way through the rest of this regular season. Yeah. Just to clarify, that's 25 points or uh, more. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Or more. So Fair it's game. not just it's not just like oh, you got to hit twenty five. Then you could be accused of shaving points. It's like always got to be twenty five. Yeah. Well, he's had a couple of fifties. He's had quite a few forty point games. Yeah. You know, loads of. things. He has. He's but he's been a monster this year. You know, get that guy drugs tested. You know, is he roided up? <laughs> he's definitely not roided up. Look at the size of him. He looks like a matchstick man. No. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean that. Well, that that's a ridiculous record. If you can beat an MJ record, absolutely. You know, and the other people on that list, I think there was uh, Big O was on there. Kevin yeah. Durant was on there as well, again. So, you know, when you're ever in that sort of company, you know you're up there with the elite. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I think you should win the MVP. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I don't think anyone can disagree. Although, if you do, leave leave a comment. Send and, us a postcard. Um, yeah, and we'll talk about it um, next week. Um, so, yeah, so, you I mean, that that's a that's a massive, massive achievement for him. I, what, what I hope that it doesn't breed... Um, is uh, you know sort of a generation potentially of selfish players coming along and being um, you know trying to trying to break that record or trying to break something like that you know taking every basket because if you look at Kevin Durant he's not a selfish player no I don't you think know? he is a team. And, and, and he's doing this as a team effort yes is he carrying the team but he's not being a selfish player but not wanting to rag on Kobe I find him quite a selfish player yeah and um and I just hope that we don't breed a generation of selfish players. Like I, I, I almost ragged on my own guy, Melo. Yeah, he but, is selfish. But though, he, isn't he, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, look at him playing the Heat the other night. Was he four for seventeen? Yeah. Because the point is, you can come out and you can have a fifty-point game, but if the rest of your team has scored twenty-five you know, points, yeah, uh, and you look at it and you're like, you know, ten for thirty. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't say much because you can be all like Pfft. like what was it you know Kobe did was it a couple of seasons ago and it was it was in, in the fourth quarter and there was like 13 seconds left or something and he just walks off the court he'd scored 30 points and he just thought that his team really just thought, yeah it was a couple of years ago and he just walked off the court and there was like there was like 14 seconds left in the in the fourth he just walked off the court maybe maybe it was less than that maybe it was less than 10 but he just walked off the court and like Nobody really did anything about it. Have to boost your team's morale. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like you know, what I mean, uh, be a team player. You know, next section of the podcast. What are we talking about now then? Uh, are we talking about playoffs, or are we talking about your your lovely section on Frannick's fun bit of the week, sponsored by Liquid Jam? 
Oh, what, where I'm going to ask you an advice yeah. question. Okay, so here we are. This is where we ask Franek a, uh, a question. We get his advice. And these are real advice questions that we're going in. I always, I'm always i trying to find ones that are kind of basketball-related, but uh, they can really be about anything. Um, so if you guys can think of anything, or you find one, or you see one in a magazine where they're asking for something, uh, for advice on something, then send it in and we'll see what we can use. Um, and Franek will not see it, and I will read it out to him on this. So, here's the question, okay? Right. I just started dating someone a few weeks ago, and so far things are going well. We have a lot to talk about, we have similar interests and a good chemistry. It all seems very promising. In the course of having a conversation about getting together this week, we realised that we both had plans with friends in the early part of the week. Normally I would suggest getting together later during the week or over the weekend, except that the later part of the week uh, begins at the most glorious time of the year for me. And this is March Madness. We're a little bit out of date, but I found this sort of last week, but then my daughter was born and I was kind of like, Um, so I love college basketball and I look forward to the tournament every year. I fill out unrealistic brackets and have my undergrad college vanquishing Duke by 50 points. I watch all the games, yell, jump up and down and occasionally throw soft things at the telly. All right, so just setting the scene there. Beautiful. So, in the process of getting to know each other, it became pretty clear to me that the guy I am dating is not at all into college. So I'm clarifying for you. He's gay? No, it's a, it's a girl. girl. <laughs> Fantastic, though, that you jumped. See, I knew that you would. That's why I, that's why I read this one out. When briefly it looked like that, that my graduate school alma mater might be getting a berth in the tournament, I was trying to explain how excited I was, and, all, and he all but patted me on the head while rolling his eyes. So when we were discussing making plans to get together, I said, I want you to know that I want to hang out with you, but I just don't know when I can do it in the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to continue doing the whole things. You'd be welcome to watch basketball with me, but I know you're not into it. And I get the sense that you don't find it terribly interesting. Terribly interesting. That was a very English thing for this American lady to say. But yeah. Rather... Yeah, it's not for everyone, and it may seem, and maybe it seems silly, but I love it and it makes me happy. That was terribly English of her. See, I'm even terribly there. But yes, I don't. You don't find it terribly interesting, and it's not for everyone. Maybe it seems silly. Oh, what? What? <laughs> Where's my pipe and slippers? Um. So yeah. Bah. So he said, his response was along the lines of, I don't think you're silly, but you're right. I don't share your love of basketball, watching it on telly, and I'm not sure that watching a game with you would be fulfilling to my desire to spend time. Why don't you check in with me when you come up for air? Since then, our conversations have been tense, and I get the sense that he feels I should want to see him more than I want to watch basketball. Is there a better way I could have handled this situation? Should I want to see him more than I want to watch a basketball game? Or should I confine my future dating prospects to the NCA personals, if only such a thing existed? Very interesting. I, I was going to say, apologies for the length of it, but it's a girl. Yeah. Apologies. Is and it was hot? very waffly. I have no idea. She likes basketball. That gets a tick. Yeah. But the thing is, is what do you think? For somebody who shares a love of basketball, would would you put basketball before the person? Basket. Look, she seems to get mad over March Madness. So basically, you've got a month where where she's off. Where you've got thirty two thirty two games doors. just sort of going down like that. Some of the games she doesn't even know about. She's not playing. She doesn't know any of the people involved in it. You know what I mean? Should you put that ahead of a perspective thing? I'm kind of thinking 
know. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what I'm thinking afterwards. The question is to you. Well, I think that first of all, she has to gauge how much does she like the dude. She obviously can't like him that much if he doesn't like basketball and it's that so important to her. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that do love March Madness, and I'm sure you can find one out there. Try the internet um, that will also love March Madness as much as you. But it depends. You know, is March Madness on every night? Is it every single day that the games are on? There are games all the time. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, it's like 32 games, and they play them. The I know they play them in the day, but yeah, I, I didn't know it was every day. Because I was going to say, if it's not every day, some of those days she could potentially go and see him, or it could be a team that she doesn't really like very much, or yeah. You know. But but I, I get that. But my whole thing is moderation. Well, like, look, we live in the age of 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 like digital recording you know like TiVo yeah. and stuff like that so you can't watch every game you know I mean I love watching basketball you love watching basketball but there, there, there comes a point in time where you yeah. just can't watch every single Absolutely. game and it would get it would get tedious trying to watch every single game you just, you just couldn't do it so you know I mean there's got to be certain games that she wants to watch if you've got a team that you follow in there that you know somebody of or it, it is your you know, it is your college or whatever then yeah you could I, I could understand that you could be like look I really want to watch these games because these guys are my uh, my team and and you could maybe work it around there but you know what I mean? it's it, it, it's like here you know the games are played in the night we can avoid it the thing is, is just don't go on Facebook don't do all that you can avoid the result and then oh, yeah. you can watch it later you know like Super Bowl like this year I just I just avoided the results just just sat the whole day which is very hard being a programmer, you know, <laughs> in IT, but not going on the internet. not going on the internet to uh, to to have any chance of seeing the score, and just uh, just didn't go on Facebook, didn't look at Twitter, just 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 lived lived the hobo lifestyle of eighteen seventy three, you know. But you had the shakes just, at the end of the oh, day, didn't you? Oh man, it was ridiculous, you know, and just like just effectively turn my phone off but yeah my whole thing is just, just like she, I, I just think you know what I mean compromise she, yeah well, but what sort of guy what guy doesn't like basketball well it's the answer yeah but um, maybe he's gay yeah but but I, I would say that I, I think she's been a bit silly I think that she if she really liked him she could work something out but if she didn't really like him slack him off and get someone that does like ball I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of But then ma- maybe she's munted though. Maybe she's absolutely dot cotton rotten. Really? Like this bag yeah. of spanners, yeah. Yeah, maybe she's just awful. And like maybe this guy is kind of like, yeah, he's looking for an excuse. But then, you know what I mean? Maybe she's just obsessed. Maybe she's like a bunny boiler. You oh, know? Dear. Maybe, maybe like this guy's getting off easy, you know? Possibly. Yeah. Well, she sounds quite nice to me, especially terribly. <laughs> the terribly interesting. Terribly. It might seem silly. Silly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he said the right thing. He's like, "Why don't you check up? Why don't you check in with me when you come up for air?" He's just kind of like, "Yeah, I don't want to do down it. And he's saying, "I don't want to watch it." You know, I mean, the stuff that I don't want to watch. Like, I don't want to watch any of that Kardashian crap on down the telly. Abbey. Uh, down, uh, yeah, strictly. You know, just no. Just I ain't watching that, and I, I just go in a different room, or I go out, or you know, <laughs> you know, I sit and just stare at the wall and rock backwards and forwards, gently, just like saying stuff and writing stuff down on my journal while crying who knows <laughs> okay then so to wrap up the podcast uh, there's a few jokey things that I always want to close it off on um, so I want to talk about so we've talked about good 
stats and good records being broken uh, this week. So yeah, with a fantastic record breaking by um, uh, Kevin Durand. But what I want to talk about, and I'm no way disrespecting you, J.R. Smith, you know, J.R. One of my homies, but, uh, one of yeah, my fellow Smiths. I, I, I am in no way disrespecting him, but he broke another record this year. I watched this game as well. Yeah. He broke the record for the most three-point attempts. In yeah? an NBA game. In an NBA game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously in an NBA game. And, um, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, he was, he, he was 10... Of, 10 of 22 of 10 but of he was 22. like 10 of 18 or 19 yeah. and he was really hot for like he made I think 6 or 7 threes in the first half yeah 10 of 22 on 3 pointers is good and in one game mm-hmm. you know like that is that's more than I've got in my whole career that, that, that is ridiculous but I just feel like the statistic the record for most 3 point shots like attempts is is quite a hollow you know, sort of record out there <laughs> because it's that type of thing. It's just like that is attempts. Like, how many attempts have I made? You know, to lose weight or to you know <laughs> more than twenty two. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like it's like one of those things that like yeah yeah I'll just keep padding this out. Or I'll start. Or I'll stop. You know, like like I'm just sitting there kind of going. If I was on an NBA team, it would never happen. But I could beat that stat because every time you give me the ball, I would just jack it up. I would just. Whoosh, you know, inbound the ball to me, and I'm just like, way, you know. And what the ball has to go out of bounds before the ref, uh, sorry, before the ref, before my coach can bench me. So as long as I can make my shots hit the backboard, at least, <laughs> or an air ball so someone yeah, can catch it. Yeah, like, like they can't sub me because they can't. Oh well, no, in the UK they can't call timeout, but yeah, they could in totally call a timeout in the NBA. So that's the flaw to my plan. But yeah, I'm just thinking, yeah, you could just jack it sure, up. Can you get 23 shots off before uh, we before get the, well, get benched? Who knows? But I just think it's a you know not one to take it away from J.R. Smith, but I just find it kind of like hollow. It's just one of those things where like you know it's not actually about the skill of hitting the shots. So it's not like he's hit 22 three pointers. It's like he's attempted 22 three pointers, and like literally you could get anybody who could just jack up 22 three pointers like the most just to get that most free throws attempted do you know who that is i have no idea dwight howard dwight howard what ever in a game oh okay in one game the most free no, throws I, I, attempted. I thought you were meaning like who's overall most, who's had the most carmelone that is carmelone yeah he used to be quite good from the line though he had a really weird shot though i think he's like 75 percent mm. probably yeah. similar with lebron yeah but um yeah, I, I just think it's one of those hollow, hollow records, you know. And I was just thinking, like, what what other silly hollow records are there, or that we could invent, that that we could that we could earn. So I was just thinking, you know, if I was in the NBA, um, I could have the first record for the first Northerner because I bet you there has never been a Northerner. I think you're in the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. No northerners there. I could have the silliest accent. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. So I could. My accent's already silly as it is, but I could just create this <laughs> outrageous accent. A Spanish northerner. The, a Spanish northerner. Oh, hey. And um, yeah, I could have the fattest ass. <laughs> you know, all these records that like people just Chuck, couldn't beat. Chuck. Yeah. No, actually, Charles Barkley. But then it, it runs in the name, isn't it? Charles Bartley, Michael Bartley. So there you go. But um, yeah, yeah. He he definitely had a big ass. Yeah. And but I, damn, yeah. I think I'd probably win the award for the first person to play with six fingers. Yeah, you don't have six fingers. No, I don't have six fingers. No, but where I'm from, they have six fingers and webbed toes. Yes. So I could be the first first person to play that could breathe underwater. Yes. Without scuba gear. Without scuba. Yes. 
Or snorkel. Yeah. Or holding my breath. Yeah. But how many English people have been in the league? Well... Um, yeah, I was going to say there's... Joel Freeland, he's playing at the moment. Yeah, and we've got... Luol Deng. And... Pops Mensa Bonsu. Oh, and what was Hazza's favourite guy? Amici. Yeah, John Amici, that was it. Sorry, I had to lean back on the chair and put my hand on my forehead to try and remember Haz. He, he'll be screaming, he'll be listening to that, and as soon as I said it, he'll have been like, John Amici! And shouting at the whole thing, and you'll have probably be jumping Haz is a fellow down. northerner. Yeah. One of my uh, close friends back from um, back from school. It was actually Haz that got me into basketball, but that's another story when Haz is down at some point. Um, so yeah, I was going to say that's it. I think we wrap up the podcast. Cheers, guys! Right there. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, hopefully there'll be another one. Um, hopefully next time it'll be a lot more informative and polished. Yeah, and you know what they say: you can't you can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. <laughs> Catch you next week, guys. See you later. See ya.